0: Welcome to another edition of Father Time, the comedic reference guide to all things dadding. I gave a nod. That's that's all I expected. That's the best. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my stellar producer, sound engineer, and the voice of reason, Mr. Andy Lerner. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andy. Still no children for you, right? Not that I know of. Yeah, you're the smart one. Uh, I'm really excited about today's show. My guest today is an actor, writer, producer, comic, uh, and improviser extraordinaire who was—this is going to take a while. That's great. You have way too many credits, but I'm going to do, a, do try to do you justice. Uh, he was a cast member on Saturday Night Live. You've seen him in movies uh, like Talladega Nights, Get Smart, Thank You for Smoking. He recurs right now on The Goldbergs and Another Period. He can soon be seen uh, in the upcoming shows Twin Peaks and as a series regular on Superior Donuts, but you'll probably know him best as Todd Parker from The Office. Todd Packer. Yeah. Todd Packer. I'm, that's my sorry. Um, name. sorry. I got so close. I know. It almost all came some together. Some
1: people will know him best as Todd Packer.
0: It, some. And people who are dyslexic will know him as Todd Packer ah. from The Office. And as Champ Kind uh, from one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Anchorman. But for today's purposes, you'll know him as the father of five. Oh, yeah. Five children. Now, make correct me if I'm wrong, but Charlie, Margot, Eve, Audrey, and
1: Sargent. You got it. Not in that order, but those are the, all the correct names. It was Charlie, Margot, Sergeant, Audrey, Eve. You got them right in order.
0: Uh, my guest today is Mr. David Keckner. Thank you so much for coming out. Thanks for having me, dude. It's
1: five kids. Yeah, what? But no. just every day.
0: Oh, okay. Just all day, every day. All day, every yeah. day. They yeah, don't.
1: Yeah. There's no breaks. No. Well, yeah. you know there is. Sometimes the, the house is quiet, and you're like, wow. You know, if, if, if someone's not there, you're like, there's a reduction in chaos. So what happened? But yeah. I
0: only have two, and it's the most overwhelming thing.
1: I always say one's hard. It doesn't matter if you have got one or five. Right. One is hard. It's it's right. it's, it's all hard.
0: What uh, what are the ages?
1: Charlie is seventeen. He's a senior. Margot is fifteen. Just turned fifteen. She's a freshman. Sergeant and Audrey are twins. They are ten in fifth grade, and then Eve is five in kinder.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Andy, Andy's like...
1: I'm just wondering if you guys are done. Yeah, we're done. Okay. We're done. Are you actually done? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you want to hear the story of how they came to be? Yes. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> yes. you said earlier you're talking, and yeah, sometimes you sob in these uh, interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, yes. I'll, I can wait for questions first. Honestly, I'd rather just... Okay. You go, brother. Here's why we have five. So my wife and I, I didn't get married till I was 34. Was it 35? And she was 30. And uh, so we decided, you know, in my mind, I just thought, well, we'll probably have kids in a year. Now my wife went off the pill, and I, you know, people have such fertility problems these days. Well, yes. And so I thought, well, we'll just we'll we'll pull the, you know, we she went off the pill, and we just thought whenever it'll be our time. But we got pregnant right away. We got pregnant in, in three months. So our first year of marriage was spent pregnant. And it had been a, a great pregnancy. My wife gained uh, almost 70 pounds. And uh, I, I would tell people even her nose was fat. But so everything's <laughs> She going, loves that, yes, by the way. Yeah, That's yeah. her favorite. Thing. Yeah. Um, so then everything's going great. And then five weeks before Charlie was due, my wife was spotting. And so we went to the doctor, and then they put her on bed rest, which she was so happy because she was working in a, at a post-production house. And she kept saying, when do I get to quit my job? And I said, when the baby comes. You know, that's when you can quit your job. Um, I, although, till then, everyone's going to pull their own weight. Anyway, <laughs> her, hers, hers was an extra 70 my pounds. My wife
0: can't possibly hear this thing because my wife still is like, when do I get to quit my job? Right. Uh...
1: Well, so then, anyway, so she got put on bed rest. And then later that night, she got up and she thought she had to go to the bathroom. And then she noticed that the stool was filled with blood. And so we immediately, we we're going to Cedars uh, Sinai, who so immediately rush over there and they do an emergency C-section. Charlie comes out within 20 minutes, and um, they told us in the uh, Lamaze class that you'll be able to breastfeed right away, won't matter if you have a C-section, blah, blah, blah. But I noticed something was wrong. So I go, I take some pictures of Charlie, and I'm heading back to my wife's side, and I look at the doctor, and the doctor looks up, and my wife's organs are splayed out on her stomach because that's the way they do it. The doctor looks up to me, uh, looks up like she's really nervous, and I thought to myself, "Are you stealing something?" And <laughs> a kidney, our a kidneys, right? A kidney's what's, worth what's, money? What's, yeah, right. It's there's some money. there's some sales items sure. in there. Absolutely. So, so that's a good joke. I haven't had thought. Okay, and so. Um, I used to tell this, actually, I used to tell this story to close my stand-up for at least a year. So I'll try and keep as many jokes going on in this thing as possible. But, so, turns out she's bleeding to death. We had a very rare thing called placenta accreta, where the placenta normally grows up to the womb. In this case, it grows into the womb. So uh, the placenta is birthed after the child, so now it's trying to birth, and it's also pulling the uterus along with it. So she's bleeding out, right? And so they're pulling, putting, you know, bags of seven pints of blood in her over these Uh, three and a half hours we're on the operating table it's you know like you're just in this adrenalized moment of what is going on right now my baby's over there it's supposed to be the happiest moment of our lives but my wife's gonna die so but at, at the same time you have faith like it's gonna be fine so we're over there occasionally praying occasionally making jokes earlier that day we'd seen a plumbing truck do you remember there used to be a commercial for who do ad do (laughs) yes and so we had seen it under a day or two and we joked around about it so halfway through my wife bleeding out she goes ad do (laughs) anyway so they finally said look we're gonna have to take your uterus that's the only way to stop this bleeding so they took her uterus and then uh bleeding stops everyone leaves the room it's so weird. You're just in the room with you and your wife, and the baby's gone uh, somewhere else in the incubator. And the room's now quiet. All the hustle and bustle is, is, is over. And someone's there just counting sponges because they've got to have a sponge count to make sure they didn't leave one inside you. Yeah. So you're there for a while. And it's a really surreal experience. Then we go upstairs, and you try to sleep and all that stuff. Uh, next day, they tell us, well, thank God you're here. And I'm getting suspicious in my mind, like you guys covering your butt, what's happening? But they said, you know, you can still have your own children because the ovaries are on the outside of the uterus. Like that's one of the first things they told us, like, you know, don't fear, you can still have more kids. Um, Without a uterus. Without a uterus, because all you need is the eggs.
0: That's, she I can't guess it's she, still physically a sleeve to, to
1: oh no take. no she can't carry them but we can have our own kids. We can have more of our own kids. so interesting. yes so my wife investigated gestational surrogacy and um, so she uh, a year later we you know you, you hire a surrogate and you go to an organ you go to a company now these days. We, meeting people to be surrogates is an interesting thing. if you do it without an agency. It's a bit sketchy. I remember going to San Diego once. We we're supposed to meet someone in a park, and then we're there waiting, and then a car pulls up, and then a car pulls away, and we're like, "What's going on?" So anyway, we go to an agency. The, did you bring the stuff. Yeah, it yeah. sounds
0: like a Sean Penn espionage film. Yeah, take put a tape on the.
1: So then we, <laughs> we 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 signed on with an agency, which is very expensive, but then you're vetted, right? The surrogates are vetted; they're right. all you know ready to go, and then you have to write your story, your book. And then actually the surrogate picks you. So <clears throat> get the surrogate, pay the money. There's a 25-page contract right down to exactly how many Diet Dr. Peppers you can have a day. You're paying for her insurance. You're paying for her lawyer. You're paying for her life insurance policy. All this stuff, right? You're throwing it all in. It's just because I don't want money. I want to I want I find oh a way God. to unload it. Let's just let's get rid of it. I have a place where you can make a deposit. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, so My kid's school? So Charlie... Charlie's born,
0: and then everybody else
1: is. So then, what happens? So then, we get we get the surrogate. We uh, you do the uh, shots, so you increase the number of eggs. Mm -hmm. So they pull eggs from my wife's ovaries. One day, and then my job is to come in there and uh, the the no I don't is this a, a PG rated show? No, it's no, as, no okay. it's as rated. Well, but this
0: so, is this is reality because okay. this is what happens.
1: The clinical term is my job is I have to pull come from my cock, which I do. And if you guys have a few minutes, I can I can show you how this all works out. <laughs> honestly,
0: I would love to see how you do it,
1: like a diagram or something like no, that. No, no, no. I'll do show you. I, mean, the I physical, follow my well, own methodology, yeah.
0: but I honestly it's worked. Right. I don't know if it's the right one.
1: I'll show you the physical plant. Yeah, and how I it would produces. love to see how this comes out can you imagine he sat there and cranked off in front of you (laughs) yeah he did that'd be brave i mean if you could actually do it that would be i don't think i could i couldn't either i couldn't either (laughs) i I have i have trouble peeing in front of people Uh, yeah Yeah, so anyway that day we created 11 embryos uh and they take the first three embryos and put them in the surrogate uh again 25 page contract you know surrogates already had their own children because the only way that you're a viable surrogate, if you prove that you can give birth. So, you know, the days of a surrogate trying to keep it and all that stuff are over. This is now a business. Mm-hmm. So then we get pregnant right away because our, th- our problem is actually not fertility. It's just we don't have a baby house, as my wife calls it. The oven. The oven. So then uh, goes along. We have our daughter, Margot. And so now we have a boy and a girl, and I'm mm-hmm. like, perfect, done, we're Out. good. See ya. They, they have frozen the other eight embryos mm-hmm. that we have left. My wife's like, those are babies, and I'm like, what, what, what's going on? <laughs> those are those are babies, and they, they 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 freeze them in two groups of four. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll see. A couple of years later, she's like, we should probably try again. I'm like. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we had to sign up with a new agency because our first surrogate is no longer viable. Like she's already had six kids now, if she include ours. And they said, you you can't do this again. Uh, she, she she had five of her own and then she carried a baby. Oftentimes they it's for an economic reason. Sure. So, you know, they get paid. It's a good paycheck. Yeah. So then uh, we say, okay, we'll go to another agency, you know, get a dump truck full of money, back money. it up. There you go. I'm starting to understand
0: why you work as much as yeah. you do. Yeah.
1: Okay. So then... Um, we thought the first group of, of uh, embryos, group of four, there are only three viable, which means often it's just naturally what they'll do when they grow them out. They'll either uh, fragment or they'll keep dividing. Well, three of them were good. Pop those in the surrogate. I was, You have to
0: pop three in at a time. They, that's, just just what,
1: that's what they decided was the thing. I think these days they've got it down. We'll see what takes. Yeah. So put three in. I'm shooting uh, talented day nights down there in North Carolina and Florida and Alabama and everywhere else, and get the news like, well, you're pregnant, but the numbers are really high. Mm -hmm. And then a week goes by, and it's like, you've got twins coming. I'm like, oh my God. So you're lucky
0: you didn't have triplets.
1: Right, right, exactly. So (laughs) I was building a guest house at the time. I thought, well, I guess this will be for a nanny, uh, not me in my office. So we have the twins, boy and a girl. So now we have two boys and two girls that's two pair that's pretty good sure. you, you would you would bet you'd you'd go to the flop on that one Out. right yes. the, the, the blind the, well, whatever the river right card. there it is. thank you sir i'm not very good <laughs> in my poker metaphors or terms so we have four embryos left frozen and after a couple years after the twins were born my wife says you know we've got a we've got still have babies i'm like what now these things are microscopic you can't even see them and i suggest why don't we just put them into a casserole and eat them hmm. say a prayer sure. and then that's all gone but my wife i can't make that moral choice for her right so i said okay let's try it one last time for her birthday uh so, one more surrogate no same so so well, the, went back the, yeah, the, the twins? yes we still had the gal so the for the for who carried Just one more check carried the twins yes those right. odds would have scared Just me. one more delivery yeah. fee <laughs> and so we thought out that last group of four and there was only one viable embryo and so well okay we'll see now I thought, well, there's no way this will take, right? <laughs> well, sure enough. Of course. We get pregnant right right away. Boom. We're all in. But then there's there's problems with, with the young one. Uh, they said, you're going to have to terminate this pregnancy because um, we think your, your daughter is going to be severely mentally retarded. She's going to have heart problems, all this stuff, sure. right? And we're like, oh, we don't. We don't. We don't. I don't think we're going to do that. Because my wife, because we'd also, our surrogate said she won't. Terminate. Sure. And we'd all agreed on that before we went in. Like, yeah. none of us are going to reduce. And so.
0: Now, how many months in at that point? Um, three. Oh, so it's that well, early. Yeah, and yeah. They can tell. They can
1: tell. They can that's, tell. We're like, getting that's bad a news. decision. Yes. Bad news after bad news after bad news. Um, they're like, you should terminate. Did you ever We're
0: think like, for a second? Did you guys have a hardcore conversation oh, yeah. about like. Do we want to do this?
1: Right. We talked to pastors. We talked to all kinds of people. I mean, and so, you know, but um, ultimately it wasn't going to happen. And so my wife's response was, well, you know, she'll have the most kick-ass wheelchair anyone's ever seen. We keep going, getting bad news, bad news, bad news. After the fifth month of of Eve being uh, in utero, I come home, I'm shooting, uh, what is it? Final Destination Five, no big deal. I'm in show business; don't treat me differently. I come home, which,
0: by the way, probably the best Final Destination. Probably it took. It felt like it took four to figure it out. Yeah, and by the time they get to five, they were like, "We're locked we, and loaded. Let's do go. this." Yeah, yeah. Is I'm there,
1: actually liking that he's charted out his life by what movie he was in. That's so true. That's, that's awesome. That's how we all. So I've charted his life, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I come home. It's it's Halloween weekend, and. Uh, we have a, a doctor's appointment with a sonogram specialist because our, our our news was so bad, we got bumped up to a specialist, a woman who'd named diseases. And she's, you know, you got the 3D That's sonogram. Yeah. She got the 3D sonogram. We're preparing for more bad news. We're on a huge, whatever, 42-inch flat screen monitor. You can see them almost in 3D. And the woman goes, this is remarkable. I'm like, what? She goes, this is miraculous. She, we're like, what? She said, there's nothing wrong with your baby. So... They had gotten it wrong because this was 2011. Right. You're thinking they know what they're talking they about, don't. but they don't. And what had happened was do you remember, uh, ever remember hearing about Fifth's disease? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes in preschool, uh, a kid might get a thing called Fifth's disease, and they'll tell if you're uh, the, the ladies if you're pregnant don't come because what fifths disease can do is is kill your uterus or no i'm sorry your 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 embryo Mm. um so our surrogate's daughter had fifths disease but you wouldn't know it it's just one day of a little rash on your stomach and a flushed face it could look like a sunburn you'd never know it turns out our surrogate's daughter had had fifths disease so she was had contact with her mother obviously and that infected our baby with a thing called parvovirus so then our baby she shut down to fight off the parvovirus And it mimicked all the markers for mental retardation. So they just got it confused. The body literally shut down. The limbs were twisted. All the stuff was bad. Then she fought the virus off. Then everything was normal. And then whatever it was, four months later, Eve's born and she's 100% healthy and amazing and Maybe? now that doctor changed it to kechneritis yeah kechneritis <laughs> he named a disease after stubborn so know. anyway that's that's the story of eve and that's why i we named her eve because i thought when the news was the worst <clears throat> so now i'm gonna cry anyway she is now five yeah five in kindergarten and she's perfect that's amazing. And she is a pistol. That is... Yeah. Wow. So that's how we had five. So, no, we don't have any more embryos frozen. Uh, we've gone through all of them. And yes, what, we when, are when done. When they took out
0: her eggs, did they take out all the eggs? That's why they were she, like, there's no more eggs.
1: She only... Per- no, no. We, I guess in theory, we could... Go if we wanted to go back, eggs. but then the, these would be 50-year-old eggs. When we pulled her eggs, she was 34. Right. So that's why we were curious as to why we, they thought, you know.
0: Probably helped that they were healthy eggs at that point.
1: I'm sure. Of yeah. course. But yeah, we're done. We, we don't need it anymore. It's ridiculous. But, um, so the, the interesting thing is the last four children were all conceived on the same day. They were all created on the same day and then born out over the next 10 years. That's crazy. That's a, isn't it? Really strange. That's really amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I I, never in my life conceived that I would have had five children. I, I mean, you know, when I grew up, I thought your responsibilities to replace you and your spouse and nothing more. He said the joke's about that. Right? That's
0: it. Maybe a third for spare parts, but nice. literally no more. And then people would groan and I'd go, come on, man, until that day. You're like, man, my kidney hurts. Right. Where's organ donor? Right. There it's he in is. The
1: back. In that dark room. There you, you have go. Shut up and eat healthy. There's, my, <laughs> tell them. there's my little veal. <laughs>
0: I so, thought the same thing. Yeah. I was that guy. of like, why? Like, people would always say, hold the baby. And I'm like, I don't want to hold your baby, man. I'm, that's uh-huh. not what I do. And now I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, give me any baby, I'll I, hold it. an emotional wreck around yeah. the kids, too. It's like, I used to never cry. I used to, do a bit about that I'm a, a musket from, like, the 1700s mm-hmm. that had never been fired. Nice. And then the kids came, and now I, I cry at Lowe's commercials.
1: Oh, I do, too. Like, I swear to I'm God. Like,
0: I start to sob up.
1: Oh, yeah. Because you didn't book them? Yeah, so, nah.
0: I either, I I'm like, God no, but I sh- was sh- up for that one.
1: You, you do you? Uh, my daughter Margo, who's 15 now, will often just watch me when I'm watching something, and I'm, you know, you get misty. She goes, "Are you crying?" <laughs> she loves to catch me crying. I'm like, "Yeah."
0: We Saturday night we go to watch a movie. This is off subject, but it's Snow Angels, and it's like this movie. We're looking for something, and it, I recorded it for my wife. It said this boy falls in love with this older woman, Kate Beckinsale. We start to watch the movie. She has a five-year-old daughter. And she's being a bad mother, and they lose the kid. And I'm like, all right, listen. If something happens to this kid, I'm going to fucking hunt down the guy who made this film. I'm going to kill him. Right. You have to say in the trailer, by the way, a a child is harmed in this film. They don't. We pause it. My wife Googles it. She looks it up. The kid drowns, and then Sam Rockwell gets so pissed at the mother, he shoots Kate Beckinsale. We don't even watch it. I have nightmares Saturday night. Yeah. I'm infuriated. I can't control it anymore. I can't I used to go watch Jaws or something and right. they would eat the kid and I'd be like, ha ha, ha there you now go. I can't Now yeah. I have a tough well time watching that. I
1: know. What, I, yeah. Something like that. Why, why, why? Why? Yeah. Why would you do this to me? Yeah. I can't watch it. yeah, I
0: can't. So five kids. Yeah. Let's go back in time because Let's do here's it. here's the beauty of the show is that why my father never told me anything. About our past, uh-huh. like we were Irish Catholic, with a firm handshake. It was never discussed about kids. We, I'm the youngest of six, six oh, kids. I'm, I'm
1: third of six.
0: Third of six. All right. So growing up was um, Jesus. Third of six. You're not Irish Catholic.
1: Yeah. You? Oh, oh, yes, I am. You look at our skin. I'm, I'm. Oh, that's right. We're pasty I'm, white. I'm pinker than you are. You are not. I am
0: too. Covered look at in that. red fur and freckles. Look I'm a that. disaster. Uh,
1: my mother. My mother was a Downy. Uh, ah. My, my grandfather was adopted. So I'm not a Kechner, oh. and, and, and and for those listening, uh, the millions. Uh, I know it's hard to say my last name because we pronounce it incorrectly. It should be Kochner or Kushner. So the O E never makes the shorty sound in the English language, but for whatever reason, my relatives forgot how to fucking say our last name. So from now on, people go like, "What is it, Kochner?" And if you, if you correct them, you're like, "Okay, I'll never learn it. I don't care." I don't that guy.
0: I'm the same. It's Kaler, but people call us. Caller Yeah But it was Kohler Uh, But I'm not I'm German apparently Oh really? Apparently My father wouldn't say we were Because the rest of us Are Driscoll's Dwyer's Okay we're all Irish, except all Irish. for the last name.
1: So um, did you ever do Ancestry DNA?
0: My brother's all over it. He's old, He's like 19 years older than me. Wow. They six kids over 20 years, and he loves it. And he sends me like I love it. 50 pages, and I'm like, I don't care. Yes, leave me alone. Do you like it? I, I,
1: only, I only did it to see how Irish I am. How Irish are you? What's your percentage?
0: Uh, High. We actually – well, it's funny because Ireland is – was invaded
1: right by the Vikings by that's, everybody that's where your red and the hair Moors, comes from. Yeah. yeah we're all yeah
0: so I, I, forget, I, I forget what the percentages broke down to but I'm a mutt I'm yeah. all over the place well
1: I'm 64% Irish. are you yeah yeah and so you're yeah. Irish, yeah, I'm all Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and uh, 13% British and then the rest was uh, Eastern European yeah. and everything
0: else so you were a kid you're the
1: third of six, third six. Missouri yep Missouri mm-hmm. hmm. so, uh, you escaped I did I, I I got out I knew I was gonna go Uh but then, uh, yeah, I mean, what my dad taught me was hard work. I started working for my dad when I was seven. He had a manufacturing business. He manufactured livestock trailers for turkeys. So turkey coops, you ever see turkeys go down the road on their way to their deaths? Um, and those big, big coops on 40-foot flatbed trailers, most likely from Tipton, Missouri. So, oh,
0: By the way, I, I do believe seven, maybe a little younger than, I feel like that's illegal. Oh yeah, my but father I mean, put me to work at like twelve and thirteen, yeah. but
1: seven—that's. I would I would clean the office, scrub the toilets, stuff like that. At and then, seven, yeah, yeah, I know. But here's the thing: I, I I've never made my kids work hard, which is unfortunate. Uh, I mean, I resented it. I think that's why I don't I don't make them do it. But um, it created a work ethic in you. I, I've never not had do your a job. kids
0: have that work ethic. Nah, we'll see. They're little rich kids from Los Angeles. Well,
1: you know, they are. They're a little entitled. And they're,
0: you know, you go out and you get recognized at places.
1: Do they feel entitled, like they're L.A. kids to a degree? Sometimes. No, they're not not L.A. kids. Uh, They're not like less than zero kids. We go to a— Do uh, I look like I'm ready for homework? I know. They're not Robert Downey Jr.? No. No. Uh, But uh, we go to a Catholic school.
0: When you were a kid, was your father like, that's your school? Just public school?
1: No, no. We were in Tipton. There were two choices. there's St. Andrews, and then there was the public school. And, of course, we went to St. Andrews. Oh, you went to the yeah. Catholic school. Even though it was a town of 2,000 people, they had a Catholic school. Really? Yeah. So we went to St. Andrews, uh, uh, one through eight, and then you go to the only high school, which is the public high school. That's Graduating it. class of 68, and that's not a private school. <laughs> and
0: that's Tipton, <tipped> Missouri. <laughs> uh, yeah. Talk about your dad a little bit. So raising you, was he... Uh, did he work all the time? Yeah. Was he home? Was he a was he a loving guy? Did he hug and kiss, or was he kind of standoffish?
1: Um, uh, you knew you were loved, but there's not a lot of "I love you." I think I think that yeah, they didn't say it a lot. You know, we say it liberally now, right? Too much.
0: I, I, I just smother my I children with
1: kisses, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, so they were they were more like you know uh, just work hard. It was that generation more so. Yep, it's that's that's true. That's true, and they were very, very Catholic, and that I would say that was their point of view of life was Catholicism. Were they
0: really strict Catholic? Did oh, you yeah. go to church every week.
1: Every week. Oh yeah, and every every Saints Day. I mean, we went, we went all the time. Really? Yeah, we didn't any. You know, what are the days? The ones that you're half the the the, the obligations. All yeah. those days, we went to all of them, and we sat in front, and we were always late. So here comes this parade of eight people. Bump bump up, 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 sitting right up front. I'm like, oh, my I hated it. I hated it. I hated church. Yeah, but
0: I'm the youngest, and so by the time I came along, my father was older because mm-hmm. we we're. He was 43 when I was born, so by that time, he just reached a point where he's like, you know what? I'm not gonna waste my one day off of work to that. He to quit church. going. He stopped. Wow! He went later in life just to hedge his bets, yeah, to make sure he gets yeah, yeah, yeah. in. But uh, for my period of time, he was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. He would work, all, he would work six days a week, and he'd be like, I, why do I have to do this? And what
1: did he do? I know you probably he sold it.
0: cars. Oh wow, he was a car dealer guy.
1: Wow, all right,
0: New Hampshire. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. So my dad probably worked eighty hours a week at his own business. He had his own business. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I mean, there weren't play days.
0: Did uh, he expect you to stay in town and, and uh, kind of take, take over. over the business? Yeah, or? I think that's
1: what he wanted. My older brother was going to do it. Always, but I think he, he would he would if, if the entire Six of us had gone Into the family business, it probably would have made him The happiest, but I knew earlier i like, nope, I'm going to be going Did you know early you wanted to act? I did, but I didn't know what that meant Because I'd never n- met an actor I, I didn't know how a person goes about I, doing that I never thought
0: it was a real job Right.
1: So I was a poli-sci major
0: well, side Boston really? University. Oh my, that's, that's right. awesome.
1: Because you did you want to help people?
0: I was going to be a lawyer. Okay. I thought okay. at the time. But I also was like, I liked history and political science Me and stuff too. like that. But I, it's funny because all the stuff we studied is over. <laughs> Yeah. It's like it was the Soviet Union back then. All the countries are different now. And I'm like, right. wait, what's happening? In the, that wasn't there then when wasn't I there. took
1: that course in Yeah, and politics was a lot more civil. It, it
0: was. Wow. Now it's all social media driven. Oh, God. I know.
1: Anyway, I, I realized by my third year, I was like, I'm not going to make it as a politician. This doesn't work this way. You know, you can't. Well, actually,
0: now you're in the perfect business to become a politician. I know, right? You should. Apparently, apparently. You you would run on what's his platform? Platform. He's champ kind.
1: Exactly. Anchorman. (laughs) He's got my
0: vote. That's the end of that.
1: I mean, it's that simple. And then just speak in really simple, short terms that don't mean anything, but be insistent and mean, and you win. And God bless. Who knows? I
0: do think it's crazy too, because raising children, we talk about like when I was a kid, everything was just simpler without Mm -hmm. the internet. Yeah. You you know you could go out and play and nowadays like my daughter already at three, it's all about the phone. She goes on, she can turn on the Wi-Fi, she can yep. go to YouTube, she can just scroll down, watch videos. She's all of a sudden she was posting my pictures online. It's amazing because she was doing playing with my phone. I was like, hey, like it's a different world. Do you you have a fifteen year old daughter? Yeah. Does that I mean is it crazy?
1: Yeah, but the thing you I I've realized is that. We all had something that we had to overcome or that somebody worried terribly about. When you and I were growing up, it was TV. Too much television. My mother
0: would scream at me, too much TV. And
1: now, uh, I would love it if we'd all sit down and watch TV together. (laughs) Everyone's off on their own device doing whatever they want. So they're living separate lives. But that's what we have to deal with this is the way things go and that's why poets are born and why revolutions happen because things change and that's just the way it goes you know the, the you look uh you know pre-war post-war beatniks hippies every time there's an up- upheaval something great comes out of it so now we're in this place where everyone out there has this naked picture of themselves you know the people who are below 30 you know 30 to uh whatever it is uh, 20 they all have something out there they probably regret but it's changed things
0: What do you tell your kids for their lesson when you say to them, you know? This is wrong, but they're like well that to this you know to the victor belongs the spoils he, right. they win well They'll see the Kardashians I- made oh, my God. Hundreds of millions of dollars off a of sex tape because right. all of a sudden it attracted followers, right? How do I tell my daughter that a sex tape is actually a it's a bad thing
1: well? It's interesting this week. They just sent an email about what they're gonna be covering in biology and it is about uh, drug use, alcohol use, STDs, repro- uh, reproductive health, um, all those things. It said if you see weird searches on your kids' computers, because this is what we're gonna deal with in class. So that's, you know, they're getting an education there. But I think the way you deal with it is the way you live your life and the way you treat your wife and the way you treat them. And hopefully you have enough self respect and love and caring and respect for them that that translates to their lives.
0: I I, I do think that's important because it's so funny. We talk about um, you know people sending their kids to the right schools. Oh, it's got to be the right school. It's about the teacher. It's about the school. It's about the parents. Yeah. At the end of the day, I went to the worst high school in New Hampshire. You know, it's like I just went to this public school. But my parents had a a code of ethics and stuff that you would follow. But nowadays, it's like they they everything's the teacher's fault, the school's fault. Yeah. And they blame it on them. Right. When you were a kid, were. Were you guys tight as a family and were your parents kind of involved in everything you did or were you kind of off on your own? Off on your own.
1: Really? Yeah. There was never a demand of like, you better do well on this. I was a C student and I never cracked a book. That's what I remember. I remember I never studied. I never studied anything. And I remember when we took the Iowa basics, what they used to be called, the uh, uh, early whatever it is, education, you know, placement tests or something like that in sixth grade. And I got high marks and my, my mom was like, Hey! Hey! You've been sandbagging. <laughs> You're a lot brighter than you've been letting on. I'm like, well, I, is that for me to declare? That's you really know, funny. aren't you guys supposed to be paying attention? But you know, they're overwhelmed. They didn't have help. We both have help, right? Yeah. You have help. I have help. Yeah. You know, I had help with one kid, just because you wanted to make it all. We talk about that. I don't.
0: You know, I do think that the people in the middle of the country that we've talked about who voted for uh, yeah. his name shall not be spoken it's because that they're at, they're at the wits end. Yeah. I think a lot of people are they don't know what to do right. and, and you know I feel lucky that I'm in a position where I can have somebody help cuz I, I don't know how my mother raised six kids.
1: Oh, I don't either. She finally got like afternoon help god, maybe late grade school, but 8th grade we had someone helping with the laundry. But my god, doing laundry for eight people, no day off. No.
0: Like 24/7, 7 days a week every yep. day. And then cooking. And then cooking I don't know how you they know, do it. I, and I didn't appreciate that enough. I didn't either. I but, you know,
1: they both came from, my dad came from a family of, of nine, and my mom came from a family of 11. Right. You know, they cut it to six. Like, were well, you kidding me? This is easy. <laughs> You've cut it to five. I cut it to five. <laughs> Pretty soon, <laughs> it'll just come down to a yeah. V at the bottom. But when we have them do chores, they've got responsibilities. But, you know, you, you what you want is that uh, self-starter, that desire, and we've got that amongst them too. But And I, I think what happens is they all find their way. You hope. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure. I know they will. I mm-hmm. mean, they, they'll always support Out of you. five, though, you've got to have one or two that are going to be riffraff. I well, mean, yeah. mathematically speaking. You hope. <laughs> one no, they'll, one no. has to provide the entertainment. For That's the right. Um,
0: well, let's go back to when you were a kid. Obviously, right. you became an actor. Did you, did you act at all in high school?
1: Mm-hmm. Was your father like, what the, what are you doing? No. He, he was busy. I mean, uh, you know. Did he, even, did he come see your plays? I, I assume they came. Well, but I can't <laughs> remember. Yeah, I, I assume they did. I don't know. My dad would play. Were soccer, you a huge like, theater guy? You, no, no, there was only one play a year. Did you play? You must have played sports too. I did, to, to zero effect. That's not in any noted anywhere. I'm the
0: same. I played all the sports. I wish I'd have learned a second language or another instrument right. or played like, golf or something I could have used in later life. Or read more. Is that football practice stuff I did in high school? Didn't really pay off. Didn't as, really
1: make it a big difference. No, it's yeah. not
0: something I can really use nowadays. No.
1: Uh,. So no, uh, we had one play a year, and so but you could only be in it when you're a junior or a senior. So I had to wait till then to to do any acting. Uh, I did get the lead the second year, senior year, uh, Barefoot in the Park. Um, <laughs> thank you. No music. We used to have a spring concert. I did that, and then I we had. Um, like in high school, you could have you had uh, uh, like I forget what it was. Uh, not we didn't have a debate squad; such a small school. But we, we did have theater classes, but they were very small, and you know, just you do a one act or something like that. But it was you know. Are all your was, siblings was
0: close in age. Did you guys kind of run the school?
1: No, no.
0: I mean, you know, no.
1: We they were, were like, here
0: come the Keckners. Here come uh, the Coachners. Let's
1: see. The th- first three of us were a year apart. And so we were all in high school together. But then my sister, who's younger than me, was I was I graduated when she was in eighth grade, and then the next three were in school together. So because yeah. you know, I don't know if it was with you, there was the older kids and the younger kids.
0: I'm seven you're, years you're the past the fifth. Wow! So I almost by the time I was born, my brother and sister were in college. And amazing. And by the time I was like four and five, they were coming home divorced with children. Wow! Like I remember having nieces and nephews in the house with my sister. Like my mother had a little kid in the house for like forty years. Wow! Yeah, because she four take care sisters. Of them. Yeah, and they would come
1: home. They would.
0: They go. I'm getting married. Oh my and god! Four years later, they'd be back with a kid and live in the house for a couple of years oh. and s- slowly start to.
1: So they got married early. They
0: got married early. One sister pregnant at sixteen.
1: Oh boy! Yeah, my
0: fa- it was like whatever my father railed against. Yeah. Uh, came back to him and he was a very archie bunker
1: type of guy. Yeah. Well I will say this. I have I have very honest heart to heart conversations with my, my son about all of it. I think it's so important. Oh yeah, you have to. I'm gonna So I guess yeah, to your point earlier, you know, did your dad tell you anything? No. Didn't tell you anything. Nothing. 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 We never had a reproductive talk. Never. I've, I never did. No. But, but I've had that with my son Charlie often. And I also you know I specifically pulled him aside so just I want to talk to you about what no means when no is no and that's it and if you ever see something you say something you do something and you know you you have to protect and honor women uh you know but if they say yes
0: but Sex is really fine, fine. fine. Yes. It's pretty yes, great.
1: Yes. But you know, I told him how to use a condom. How to when you are finished. How did that go? How do he's like? Yeah, Dad, I know, I know, Dad. Yeah, I know. He
0: was fine. Did, he was did fine. Did he know, it. or does he? Do you think he knew? Uh, he, no, I
1: don't think so. But I said, you know, you grab it at the base and you pull it off so it doesn't get lost. And then you should probably check it to make sure it didn't leak. And if you ever do something, <laughs> you know, I uh, all the way down to everything. Why not, right? And but also, it's the you most know,
0: important thing is, I like with my daughters, I'm always like.
1: Just don't get pregnant. Yeah. Everything else Everything else is sketchy. But- da- daughters are different. I, I leave that to my wife because, you know, it's embarrassing. Why would they want to hear this conversation from me? But, you know, I, here's the do thing. Do you make I, it funny? Well, tra- uh, well, no, not really.
0: No. Because it's funny talking to you because you're, I mean, you're an honestly unbelievably sincere guy in a normal talk. But it, do people just go expect you to be funny all the time?
1: I would assume so. I mean, obviously your kids don't want it. They're sick of it. Aren't they sick of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still goofy with my kids
0: and, I, and even at three she's like dad I know you're not funny
1: they're over it I go did you just say I'm not funny What, the, what I know that's the me? worst thing you could say to me the most horrible Charlie thing. will tell me not funny dad well that's pretty good or you should do this you get notes yes nothing better than notes I, from it I will, a, I will a sometimes child. write a new stand-up bit and have Charlie read it and I go yeah okay that's pretty good is he funny he is. He's dryly funny. And of course, he's funnier around his his, his uh, friends than he is with me. Yeah. Uh, but I like it when he brings some, his buddies over and I get them cracking up pretty hard. That's that's the real win. They must love coming over. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, Charlie, your dad's funny. So that's 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 a win. They didn't how, think how you were funny. He from- he's, he's 17. He's yeah. a senior. But yeah, I mean, Charlie will be embarrassed by whatever I post on Instagram. Like, Dad's terrible. Take it down. I'm like, <laughs> why? makes me laugh. I like it. It's weird. Just weird, Dad. Just weird. You don't get it. I'm like, I don't care. I can do what I want. <laughs> so even though you're
0: the coolest dad in town, we're still, you know, the, the old generation yeah. of like, you're, you don't know you don't get you, it. Dad. You,
1: you're a corny old man. Go You away. couldn't
0: be a cooler dad to have.
1: Uh, you you, you try, would you, think. You think. You, you try.
0: Uh, let's go back. All right. You're a single dude. Uh, mm-hmm. you go, you're in Missouri. Yeah. You said, I, I I'm, this is it. I'm going to go act. And
1: you shoot to Chicago. Yes. I went and visited uh, the second city. a visited a friend in town. Me and a buddy went up. And then I went to Second City because I knew that's where a lot of people from Saturday Night Live had gone. And Were you
0: always a character guy at that point? Were you a goofy character? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: ever since I was a kid, I was doing you know class clown and not great impressions, but I would do you know whatever character stuff, right. whatever to try to make my classmates laugh. And so Saturday Night Live was a target goal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I for whatever reason I knew it I was. It was a target go. goal for all of us, and yeah. then I don't
0: do any characters. Yeah. And then when I got here, I was like.
1: Oh, yeah, that's, that's not going to be my path. Right. I'm not a kid.
0: Because yeah. you see guys who can do, like you, or you're like, oh, yeah, those are crazy characters. And you're like, those are the people who, who end up on there.
1: Right. Uh, and now it's all impressions. Now it's all impressions. So I think I had to do a couple impressions when I was there, but that's not my strength. I, plus, I'm not interested in just doing impressions. I don't care. I mean, that's the bulk of the thing, but I'd rather do original characters. I totally get it. I, that's That's more interesting to me. Yeah. But whatever so but yeah i, I went to uh, i saw they taught classes at second city i was like oh okay so i'm gonna move to chicago and take classes here and then i'll go because by this time i was no longer in school i was just working th- kind of thinking, what am i what's my next move what am i gonna do you know weird at that age you're yeah. like, what am i gonna do yeah and then it then it worked i mean so i was there i studied at two different improv places second city and then the io and then uh eventually got tons of stage time this is before the explosion of students so, now all these institutions are just a student culture where yeah. they have used to be levels one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Then it got to level one, two, three, four, five. Then it went A, B, C, D. Then one, two, three, four, five. Then one A, two A, three. It's just ridiculous. Then writing
0: lab. Yes. Then performance anxiety. Everything's a lab, and yep. a nef- yeah, it's like it's a whole college curriculum. Keep, yeah, keep the money rolling. Making money.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what the, the money is in classes. So it's all in the classes. Anyway, that's I, I was very uh, fortunate to With be there. With an I, amazing group of people. amazing group, yeah. And so many people came out of it. Well, yeah, when I started, yes. Yeah. I keep I keep touching things on the microphone, and it's making noises. Dave, it doesn't bother stop. me at all.
0: all right. Andy's freaking Andy yeah. up.
1: I don't blame him. You don't want me he's, freaked he's out. He's our engineer. You don't want me all freaked right. out. He just slapped me. Were you? Yes.
0: You, so you're there. You're at Second City. Does Saturday Night Live come see you there? Uh,
1: I think, let's see, Yes. Uh, yeah, they did. Well, I'd been recommended, I think, by a casting director. And then they did come to town. And I did have a show. It's an improvised show. And, uh, well, I think I may have done another piece there. But then they, they, they haul about, I don't know, 15 of us out, fly you out to New York. You do your audition, fly you back. And then about half of you come back for a second audition. And for whatever reason, in my mind, I'm like, this is mine. I'm this is my going to get this job. I'm nervous just, just listening to you talk I, about I it. Just, it. It drives me crazy. For some reason, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. And so second audition went great. And then they fly you out a third time for just basically an interview because then they're, they're going to tell you you got it. And I guess you'd really have to pooch it to mess up then. Um, so then, you know, like yeah, you're part of the cast. I will say there was one dude I don't even know. I've never heard him or seen him since who was doing everything in a British accent. And everyone thought he was from England. And then, as it turned out, he wasn't. So I think when he got called for the third time, they found out you're not British. Like you're a weirdo. <laughs> what the hell? That's really funny. Yeah. So he did not get. He did. He, he you know, it's one it. of those things like you're really annoying this, with this put on thing. So anyway, were you working a day job at the time? And no, I was at Second City. Oh, um, you were. That's right. You're being yeah, paid yeah, to do that. Yeah, forget I forget it's a paid yeah, company. And ahead, so yeah.
0: off you go to, to New York. Right. Were you with your wife? To be at that no, time, no, no. you're a single guy. I was single, tearing up New York City on the cast of SNL. Yeah, yeah, that must have been some good. Mm-hmm. Not, maybe, enough no, not enough stories. No, stories but about that.
1: Um, so yeah, I had a uh, Adam McKay was there. We got hired the same time. Tom Giannis, uh, Nancy Carell, Nancy Walls. Mm-hmm. We all got hired together, so that was fun. I had a great season. Yeah, and then they just didn't renew my contract. Yeah, which was just a, a shock. Must have been. Uh, but West Coast made the decision. It wasn't Lauren? Lauren wanted to keep me, but uh, West Coast wanted changes. And it was the first year of Mad TV, so they had a little leverage, West Coast, because ratings had dipped. Right. So they said, here's the changes. They were just going to – But, yeah, I had – They I just had... did the same thing with Taron Killam. Yeah.
0: And t- other guys really they to kill
1: he got six or seven seasons. He a seasons. Yeah. yeah. I had one. That's total bullshit. You give me six seasons. Now, kill that place. I'll destroy that thing. I I was going to change my strategy. You know what they did? I did this character called uh, Gerald T-Bones. Yeah.
0: Well, We're going to talk about that. Okay.
1: But uh, they kept saying, why don't you do a Gerald talk show? And I kept saying, no, that's what's wrong with this show. There's too many talk shows. We need more sketches. Now, they weren't asking me. But for whatever reason, it wasn't clear to me. This suggestion is not a suggestion. It's Do it's what you're told. And you know, you look back and like that would have been great. A Gerald yeah. talk show would not have been like the other talk shows. It'd right. been some weird passive aggressive thing where he makes everybody do tricks or something. Right. You know. So anyway.
0: I went. I, I don't know what year I hadn't been here long, and I went to Largo to ah, see Naked Trucker. Yeah. Still to this day, the funniest live show oh, ever I mean. seen. Like shockingly, where we, we were like, "Holy shit!" Oh, that's you sweet. stumbled up. Yeah. Did the whole, he's naked with the guitar, blocking right. his cock. Right. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen live, wow. where people were just blown away. Uh, that's, yeah, it have, was a crazy run you guys had.
1: Yeah, right? we, yeah, it was great. It was great. But the problem is, we ne- I never had good management back then, and they never could figure out how to translate that thing properly. Uh, and I also treated it like a part-time job, because I, I still had tons of work uh outside of that show so I, I was using the show as a showcase then get jobs doing something else rather than focusing on how do we get this wrestling act over do you also
0: notice like when i was single i lived in a rent control department by the beach nice. i had a bank full of money so people would call me to do stuff i go nah i'm going golfing today or wow. i would go oh actually we're leaving for vegas i didn't care yeah all of a sudden i had kids yeah and everything got a little more professional we're like oh well i have a mortgage and kids so that was before Children.
1: Yeah, uh, let's see. Well, I Were got, you with Lee at the time? Yeah, yeah, I got married in 98. Started doing The Trucker in 98. I remember we brought Charlie to a couple shows as a baby. Sure. Just put him in the baby thing up front. Mm-hmm. He slept through the whole show. So maybe it wasn't that good. <laughs> but anyway.
0: Well, uh, he's, a, he's a terrible judge. Yeah. Even those days, some, he's like, Dad, that's not, that's not funny. That's it not, might be why
1: he's over you now. That's, that's not right, funny, that's right. Dad. I will sometimes do characters, though, and get them, and they will laugh. So I still I still enjoy it. I'll I'll get them every once. In a while. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll talk about your early career when you had uh, when you had kids. All of a sudden, because here's
0: what I don't get. All of a sudden, I you know I was doing stand up. I was traveling, and then I had the two kids, and I would go. I
1: don't want to go on the road. I know. I don't want to be away. You know what? We uh, there was a time when we were going to tour the Trucker Naked Trucker show, and I had two kids, and I thought I'm not going to tour. I got two kids. Yeah. And the irony is later, uh, whatever it was 2010, when things got tight in this town. I had to start doing stand up. I only started doing it about six years ago. Right. But you're like, I have to have make sure I can go make money right at a drop of a hat. Yeah. So, you know, it's a business. It is a business. So you've got to make sure so you always have that. That's the beauty. Yeah. You know, you've always got a job out there waiting if a job's not here.
0: Right. It's just it's you know how it is. It's like Wednesday through
1: it's, it's such a drag I And I got with the kids I really it I sucked and stuff and
0: Especially when you go away From movies and stuff Do you guys Do the kids come with you a lot? No, never
1: um, When they were young Yes, my wife would bring them up For two weeks uh, But otherwise How can You know uh, That's that's seven plane tickets And then Then I'd have to <laughs> I get I forgot about, yeah. Like
0: we flew back east With the two And it was thousands of dollars Right It's incredible When's the last time You traveled with seven people um, And you flew all the kids Yeah And they each get their own seat yeah. They're big enough yeah uh, it's horrible it was probably last summer seven times
1: i'm gonna say four hundred dollars for a ticket yeah tw- times two it's uh, usually averages about three grand just for plane tickets. just for plane tickets. and then when we get there i have to rent a big van because you think about it there's no nothing that can they could maybe put all of this in there but then you've got your luggage So then I have to. I usually rent a fifteen-passenger van whenever we get to our point of destination. (laughs) So that adds to it too. I'm not even kidding. It's like the up to be an Uber driver as well. Take up the rest of those seats. I'm
0: picking up my Odyssey today. We're buying a Honda Odyssey. Are you? We yeah. I'm trading my mother. My wife's making my mother. My wife's making me trade in my Prius, which I love.
1: You're you're not going to keep it?
0: No, I'm getting rid of the Prius to get the Odyssey.
1: All right, but then she has her car. She has a company
0: car. Oh, she works for a pharmaceutical
1: company. And so is your is your Prius paid for? It is. Why wouldn't you keep it? You're going to get a good trade? You're trade in it. Okay. Yeah, it's a trade in. What year's your Prius? Uh, 13. Mine's an 05. Is it? Still runs. I
0: had the 05 and I traded it. To, I went to the Prius V to get a little bit of a hatchback. Yeah. And then uh, I only did it like three years ago. So I had a Prius for like 12 years. Yeah. I was
1: like, it's still running. Why would You're I? You're a hardcore run? lefty. But here's the thing. It still runs. Yeah, my car's great. Yeah. And I mean, I got expenses. I have five kids all in private school. I mean, plus we have help. It just, you know, the money that goes out the door is incredible. Do you, at the end of every
0: month, I'm like, I, I don't know where it went. Right. Gone. Yeah,
1: yes. At the end of every month, you're like.
0: Especially because, you know, 17, you're still supporting him. Yep. 15, you're still supporting them all. Yeah.
1: It's are a you, lot of money. Are you expected to pay for college? Oh, sure. Were you? Did your parents pay for your college? Yes. They did? Yeah. Oh, it you was crazy, much cheaper. Son then. of a bitch. Much and it was cheaper. a state school. No, no. Let's see. The first one I went to was a a private Catholic school, and I think it was six grand, plus you know, plus housing and stuff like that. So it was under ten. And then um, by the third year, I was done. So my dad's like, "Yep, you're off the books. Buy that, buy the car you're driving from me." He gave me a good deal. And then, so I'm sure, uh, and then, I'm then, sure he did. then go to work. And I think I had three jobs, so you just you just make it work. That's but then, but so then, but after funny, that, dude. I paid for everything, all my classes and stuff like that in Chicago. But look, I can't saddle my kids with this kind of debt. I was talking to parents the other day, and some of these schools are fifty grand a year. They're all fifty grand and a they're year. All you know, they're paying for it. So my sons might go to a state state school here, which I think all in is thirty something. But right. it's just like okay. But people are sending their kids to these, you know, high dollar schools here in town. And thirty five thousand dollars in kindergarten
0: for kindergarten. I can't, right I, here. Oakwood is yeah. two blocks away. Oh, it's thirty five, h- forty how? grand a year for first grade.
1: How do people do it? I and they don't have understand. two or three kids in it.
0: They have stupid amounts of money. Yeah, I, so, I know. That's why we run into. Do you the, think about sometimes all the money you'd have if you didn't have oh, any? Of those yeah. what? Uh, how many you homes imagine? would you? Oh, oh have two a, at least. You'd have one in
1: Antigua. Yeah, I don't know why. You'd, you'd have a one. you'd have a beach place, or maybe we'd be living in Santa Monica. Oh, yeah,
0: but the valley's nice. It valley is very nice. I like it a lot dude <laughs> five kids i can't even believe it i can't even. i mean uh, but,
1: you know i don't even think about it look when when eve graduated and you're the si- same situation i am do you ever do your calculus of of, of when you're uh, when your youngest is is graduating high school yeah i'm gonna be 68 years old i'll be 67 is that right yeah yes when they graduate high school i'll be 68 yeah so to, you know it's just it's and then then you gotta do you think about you project ahead like how long you have to live
0: I do a bit about it.
1: Yeah. I oh, go, you do?
0: I do a bit about how the question is, people don't like it, by the way. They don't like bits about mortality. Uh, have you noticed that? I they did. don't love thinking about their own death. Right. It's weird. Right. They watch horror uh, the movies. The fact that how long do I have to stay alive to make sure that they're not messed up uh-huh. in the head? Because if I die right before they go to college, then hopefully my insurance... Right. You know, yep. so that takes care of it. And then, yeah.
1: So you're planning on dying at 67. Well, I, I'm
0: not planning on it, but I, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I figure I, if I want to see Eve's kids, i got to stay around. Were, were you a
0: crazy reckless guy before? Because I used yeah. to go bungee jump. I, I did all oh, that crazy wow. stuff, parachuting. And then I had kids, and now I'm like, we're afraid to go to malls. Like, yeah. we're afraid where there's crowds.
1: We're going to buy a Honda Odyssey. And we're buying yeah. a Honda Odyssey <laughs> yeah. today.
0: Yeah, I do years. think about that with the kids. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: I do too. You know, you got to be. I don't. I was never uh, uh, that kind of guy. You're you're a thrill seeker. I was never that guy.
0: No, I was just a big booze hound Me and a too. crazy person. I mean, I'd wake up and yeah, yeah. dumpsters and crazy shit went down. Did you tear it up when you were younger? Oh yeah. No, Irish Catholic. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what's your genes. That's what you do. It's yeah. Call to action. <laughs> was your father a boozer? He was for a while and he quit. He quit at fifty because he had pancreatitis. Okay. And so the doctor said, if you drink again, you're going to die. So he quit. My mother continued. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My mom never really drank. She'd have like a, one beer, Tops. Oh, wow. She'd be hammered. Yeah. Uh, huh. My father would only drink beer. He drank Schlitz my entire childhood. Wow. Did stayed away from the hard stuff. I think he had learned. That should, he should have said, hey, stay away from the hard stuff. That would have been. That
1: would have been, yeah. Yeah, I tell my son. Yeah, it's not, you know. Do you drink with him? No. He's seventeen. I don't think he doesn't like alcohol. In France, is, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, which is which is fantastic. So <laughs> he doesn't drink. He's not a guy who's looking to get messed up, which is nice.
0: Are you, you're going to have obviously one or two kids that are going to be trouble.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I, I talked to him about it. I talked to Charlie about the you know the perils of drinking and the perils of smoking pot and all that stuff. We haven't even talked about hard drugs yet. Yeah. But you know. I know he's he's tried a couple things, but uh, he's not into it. I think it's great to have a, have a relationship where you can discuss stuff. I think it's does insane. he come home
0: and tell you everything? Yeah, so he already lost his virginity. I don't know who listens to your show. <laughs> That's when somebody else did the same thing. I totally get it. it's okay. My buddy was like, "Cut! I can't talk about that." Yeah, it's funny. there's
1: a, there's a podcast uh, or several of them where you get high and do the show podcast Uh, yeah podcast no there's but there are several out there that i've been asked to do i was like i can't and they're like i get it yeah i get it but just because i can't put that example or have that out there because my kids will find it i'm the same yeah and then you're like you you can't what are you doing i used to be
0: able to do that no i can't do anything crazy no you can't yeah um did you have any other crazy stories when they were kids about uh, you know emergency room visits because that's the other thing is the peril of a day-to-day like you just came out and you saw my pool and i was like we have two fences yeah i have horrible nightmares about the fear of children
1: well you'd lock it up uh no nothing bad charlie broke his arm in 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 preschool um that's it pretty pretty nonchalant yeah five children yeah i never had it i mean other than eve in utero that was harrowing that's harrowing yeah but otherwise we've had you
0: tell that story every day you remind her to go like you you, you,
1: she'll she'll hear about all that here's the interesting thing you know kids always tease each other that they're adopted or whatever we actually had to adopt our kids Because the the child goes to the live birth mother, That's right. a month before their kids are born, you have to do all the legal paperwork to adopt your own child. I mean, it's 100% our kid. And if you guys know your biology, the only thing you get from the umbilical cord is nutrients. So no no cellular structure is coming from the mother that's carrying the baby. That's all implanted in the DNA when you create the child. So it's my wife and myself. Uh, But that's that. So you have to adopt your own child from your surrogate. That's crazy. Isn't it?
0: That's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, what if she just goes,
1: no? Uh, It's all legal thing. She holds back and goes, I want more money. We've got a 25-page contract. It's nuts. Yeah. There's a 25-page contract before you even put the baby in.
0: Has she – you've never contacted her since. She's not like, hey, how are the kids doing?
1: Oh, no, no. The first one we haven't uh, spoken to. The second one, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, well, you know. Is she coming
0: make s- birthday parties? Uh, i the oven.
1: She used to, but she's got her own two kids, too. And it's like, why, tra- why do I have to travel to your house yeah. to see? So, But I think, you know, each year we have the kids send a video and say thank you and all that stuff.
0: Does Charlie ride the other ones because he's the only naturally born one?
1: He doesn't, he doesn't. Because you're
0: all adopted except for me.
1: Well, because there's also the argument of like, well, you took the uterus. You, you broke
0: it. Yeah, you broke you, it. You
1: broke the other. So I don't know if they've ever had those conversations. They, I think they're all pretty.
0: I think it's so interesting. It, it's so funny we're talking about uh, uh, fertility. Like my wife, it took her a few months to get pregnant, and she thought for sure she thought, She's, She's like, gonna, there's something wrong with me?" Yeah, and I'm like, "You just have to relax." I think
1: there's a culture, and I think that the, you're exactly right. You have to relax. It's all that it takes. When you're you prepare your mind and yeah. heart for it, I believe that's what it can come. Oftentimes, there you know, it's something they don't really want because it changes their trajectory and changes their life in a way that they might not want it to happen. So I don't. Th- I think if you're not fully connected with the idea of, of getting pregnant, I think a lot of times it just doesn't happen. All
0: right. Uh, I wrap this all up with a few okay. uh, simple questions. I love it. Um, I'll try and keep my answers brief. What is one thing you hope your kids never find out about you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> just one. Um, I guess the drugs.
0: Did you do some drugs? Of course. You were in Chicago at Second City. Yeah, I was everywhere. What about Missouri.
1: Was uh, Missouri, yeah,
0: yeah, at University of Missouri, yeah, yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, college, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, what is one trait that you hope your kids get from you, and one you hope you, they get from your wife?
1: Oh, well, one from me would be a good work ethic, and from my wife, her fearlessness. She's fearless, yeah, she really is, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I get I get that. Uh, what is one trait you hope your kids don't get from you? Alcoholism. Was <laughs> were you, were, you, yeah, were yeah. you that, were you, did you booze that much? Oh, yeah. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. Are you sober now? I'm not totally sober. No. Are you totally sober? No, no. No, God, no. No, but I mean, it's one of those here's, things like. Here's, I think we're doing it the way uh, some people in Europe do it is that. You don't quit. You just learn
1: how to do it better. Right. Well, it's it's one of those things. You're like, okay, I can't. You can't do it like you used to. So maybe you know, just cut it way down. We cut it down, but I
0: like a glass of wine with dinner, Mm -hmm. man. I really do. I know I'm more productive when
1: I don't drink totally, and I
0: look better and I feel better. But Daddy needs some medicine every now and then.
1: But then I I do think about longevity, and you know, I want to be here to see Eve's kids. Yeah, so, exactly. I, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't healthier know healthier choices. That's just yeah, healthier like, choices. Yeah.
0: But um, yeah, okay. What's the one trait you hope they don't get from your wife? Ooh, this might be. Is she listening? She'll never
1: listen to this. No, she won't. No, no, no um, um. Oh, my wife can sometimes be brusque with people, a bit short with folks. And it's it's like I mean you just said that to Did that really? person. Yeah, she she's bold, and so she will sometimes. But I mean, she's right, and that uh, she she speaks her mind. She doesn't it's, suffer fools easily. No. Well, neither do I. But she's very frank and determined. Gets what she wants, and sometimes it's like well that kind of hurt that person's feelings. Maybe
0: you so- have an amazing amount of empathy, which I like. In people Yeah I think it's because you grew up Where you did and w- With your family that you did Because we know people well, in this town Who have no
1: well, No empathy for they, anybody they, And they succeed They do succeed
0: Because You think the bad guy Is going to get it in the end He doesn't No He wins He wins Which, we, which is Just happened We got back We keep falling into politics Every yeah. two seconds
1: uh, The thing I think there's a thing called uh, The psychopath test There's a book and a psychopath doesn't have empathy. doesn't make them a killer. That's a sociopath. But a psychopath, oftentimes in business, because they don't care. Like mm-hmm. if you decided, if you told me we did a handshake deal and you're going to sell me your Prius, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to do it because I need it. And I say, no, no, we already had a handshake deal. I will sue you because we we made a deal. Mm-hmm. And you're going to honor your, your side of it. And there's a logic to that. But also there's, I think, you know, you have to also, empathy can be good to a point where, you know, up to where it becomes a detriment. Because I think, you know, you, you and I both raised Irish Catholic. There's yeah. a thing of like, don't you go make a show of yourself. Yeah. You know, don't you act like you're better than anybody else. So there's a humility that sometimes can be an impediment as well.
0: In this business. Yeah. Because when we first came to town, the guy who was bragging in the corner was the dick who wasn't working. Right. It was the quiet dude who had all the credits. Yep. And now it's totally flip-flopped. Sometimes if you don't brag, people go, "Oh, I guess you're not working." Right? Dude, you haven't posted a picture on Instagram yeah. in a couple days, so I guess Jamie's not working, and it's really not going. Yeah, I hate that. I yeah. I society. don't Yeah, I don't want my kids to have to brag, but they do. They have to brag nowadays to be noticed, or they fall by the wayside. I right?
1: Guess. Yeah. Well, or they'll just be good. They'll be good kids. Yeah.
0: Mm, I guess they won't be president. Ah! <laughs> hey, uh, what would you like your kids to go on and do with their lives? Will your kids act?
1: Uh, they're they're I, I treat acting the same way I treat dance or, or a musical instrument or soccer. I want to expose them to anything that they're interested in. And then, you know, if it comes up, then we'll do it and then pursue it as hard as you can. Um, uh, let's see. Charlie took an acting class. He kind of wants, he's kind of interested. Um, he's in basketball now, so I don't want him to take any, any classes. But after that's all done, he, he actually said he wanted to try a stand-up comedy class. So I'm like, absolutely, do it.
0: All right, I'll let you off on this. What is uh, one word of wisdom, like a mantra,
1: that you would leave your children with? Just one word?
0: No, like a mantra, like a, a saying, a oh, slogan. Oh, okay. Well, then, good. Thank you. I'd give, I'll give little, you more than one word.
1: No, no. This is one I like that I think uh, applies to parenting and to life. And it's a quote I saw attributed to uh, Michelangelo or Michelangelo, however you want to say it. Genius is eternal patience. And I think that's perfect. That is such a good quote. Yep. Yeah. It's great for, for, for parenthood because the best we can be is patient with our kids. Then you have a chance to be genius at it. And, you know, it's for, for Michelangelo, it's looking at a, a block of granite and patiently carving out whatever's inside of that thing.
0: You are just a wealth. (laughs) It's so funny. People see your characters. You are a renaissance man.
1: Well, I try. Yeah. I try.
0: Yeah. What's the quote again so we can leave everybody with it?
1: Genius is eternal patience.
0: That's the best one we've had, I think. Wow. Because a lot of people are caught off guard, but you were kind of ready for it.
1: Well, it's one, I mean, it's uh, things I've written down and saved on my desktop and shit like that, right? Because we all need something. By the way, you know, we were talking earlier about what our parents told us. And I never had a marriage conversation with my father. I never had anything. And if you Google marriage quotes, it is a stern warning. When you look at marriage quotes, they are all very stern in like, you know... Storms are coming. Storms are coming. That's it?
0: I I mean, my wife saved my life, really. I I was at the point where I was just like, hey, I guess not. But I was like, I was lost. I had done it all. It was like night after night and like to a point where, yeah, it was kind of focused me. I agree. And I wish I'd had the kids younger because Uh they changed my life in so many wonderful ways, but I... Didn't know it at the time. I was always like, ah, I don't want to have kids. And then as soon as you have them, you're like, God damn oh, and it! And
1: by the way, I think it's a strong choice to not have kids. You yeah. Know, when people know what they want and they don't want, I think it's a very I strong agree. choice. I, yes.
0: Yeah, I have no. It's so funny, like I think that we're more on the liberal side of like we don't want to tell other people how to live their lives, but we we can share our wisdom of the way we've led our lives. Right. It is funny though, dude. First, this is the first long conversation we've had, and you play, you know, a lot of your characters, T Bone, are not. The smartest guy in the room.
1: Well, the thing is, T Bones quietly is because he can quote Chomsky. Right.
0: But you kind of are. And Chaucer. You play all these characters where people probably go, you know, yes. You're the crazy guy. But I think it takes a really smart guy to be able to play that character. Don't, I mean, we've always talked about that. Thank you, I
1: I appreciate that. I, I, because I hope it comes through. I mean, people like Champ Kind, everyone's like, that's just a loud guy. But really, I think there's a nuanced. Something inside of those characters as well, and I to me it's all a, a satire. It's like we want to show the world who this guy is because right. it's a warning, you know. These guys exist and they're out there, and yeah. so yes, well, they should be poked fun of and you know made a made a, a, a you know an idiot of. But uh, to me, I'm hoping that someone sees a nuanced performance in there somewhere, the, even though it's a loud fucking whammy. Really, at his core, he's a pretty sweet, scared guy. Right. Well, I
0: also think it's hard to do characters that are that big. And keep them real, which, yeah. is, which is a real oh, testament good. to the craft because, uh, you know, so many people go, bah! and they do crazy characters, but they don't have – there's no reality base to it. Some humanity. Good. I'm yeah, glad, yeah, yeah. I'm glad, so, I'm glad um, you think that. Dude, I can't thank you enough for coming. My thank guest you. today, Mr. David Keckner. Um, where can people come find you because your stand-up's amazing. They need to come see you live. Oh, thank
1: you. Oh, by the way, you and I will never do a show together because we just have – is your, most of your stuff kid stuff? Uh no
0: no no I have good for a whole uh, I'm starting to do some but oh, wow. I don't do a lot of kids stories. Just,
1: oh good well then we can do it. Uh, mine is just infected with all it should be because it just that's what my life is. Yeah and so I battle against that trying to make sure I balance you know one or two kid stories out with something else. Do people
0: are people looking for some of your characters on stage? Oh yeah yeah, are yeah they yeah. like do
1: champ do yes. champ and I'm, I'm aware of that that's what got them there and that's sure. fine. Sometimes I forget. You know and I'll,
0: you're trying to tell a story
1: well you just you know you don't i don't build it in i just kind of feel it when i know that they need it yeah and you know or also if you know for us we're like ah oh, shit, do i have to but you know, at the same time i want to because that's why they came
0: i'm always amazed when don mclean screams when people want to hear american pie you're like dude it's the reason you live in a nice house on a hill. Yes. Shut the fuck up right. and play American right. Pie. Give yeah, them yeah. some whammies. I'm, Will you yeah, please? Give me, my, give me
1: my whammies. Uh, people
0: can find your touring on your website.
1: Yes, Um
0: You have Superior Donuts coming out as a mid-season yes. uh, with my buddy Maz Jobrani, who's done the podcast, Jermaine Fowler. Lovely. Uh Judd Hirsch, yes. Katie Seagal, Jim it? Burroughs directing, yep. dude. It might be the next ten years. I hopefully, hope so. knock on wood. Well, I hope so. Um, what else can people come? You have, you uh, have too many Goldberg's credits. Goldberg's this week. On Got a coming out. Uh, another period. Uh, yeah. Google so, you. Yeah. Twin Peaks, that's a fun one. Twin Peaks. Uh, yeah. All right, enough of your credits. Yeah. David Kacher, thank you for joining me. Andy Lerner, thanks as always for producing, that's and uh, we'll catch you next time here on Father Time.